What? Uh, where for Will? For, for the for the party? If for the do, is it? I, I don't I don't know what you're saying. Are you higher? After this, is the racism over? With our new initiative, we believe racism will be done by 2024. <laughs> Hello, everybody. You listen to the TV Zone podcast coverage of Atlanta. I'm your host, Jay. And joining me, as always, is moneymaker Chris. Chris, how you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing good, my friend. Doing good. All right, here we are, episode five of season three of Atlanta, uh, titled "Cancer Attack." Um, I would say we, we at least with this episode, we got seventy five percent of our main cast back. Um, one is missing, but we do get them via text, yes. quote unquote. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but. Um, right off the bat, uh, just your initial thoughts about this episode. Compared to um some of the early, especially like the last episode and obviously that first episode, this is even though you got a lot going on here, this is definitely one of the more, I guess you could say, tame episodes that we've had so far. But it was nice to get back to the regular cast and everything like it's at least part of the cast you know we only got one via via text but yeah this was this was this is another interesting episode it really was yes it is um so okay so the episode it kicks off with earn uh basically they're at this venue because paperboy is getting ready to perform and earn is pretty much you know making sure everything is how it's supposed to be um and everything so while he's doing that we get where paperboy and darius are off in like a private room and darius has this damn floor plan or map or something of, of this building and he wants to go to a certain place of but paper is like no nah, we, we, we ain't doing that you know t- type of thing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. while they're talking freaking socks who's now like i guess he's part of the entourage now which yeah i guess he's, he's part of the crew now which is like okay how the hell he swindled his way into this all right whatever um he comes in and he's like uh you know after the show you know we want to go to a strip club and they're like oh no <laughs> we ain't going to no more european strip clubs because i no. guess Mm-mm. I guess they went to what and, and things did not go uh, so great for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so while that, so because it kind of jumps back uh, at first between them and everything. So while that's going on, also, Earn he texts Van, and because we get we we find out through this text that he hasn't spoke to her in six days. Mm-hmm. And he because he says in the text, it's been six days. Are you good? And, you know, that's kind of the running theme of her in this season so far. It's like, are you good? Because he, you know, he asked her that at the end of the 
at the end of uh, the second episode, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like even at that uh, at the party, uh, you know, the old man in the uh, tree episode, he even mm-hmm. asked her, like, are you good? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, is she good? Like, what the hell is really going on with her? That's like the million dollar question so far this season. That's been like we said, one of the running themes so far this season. And it's 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 gotta be a big payoff. I mean, I hope when we actually find out what's going on, you're not like, oh, that's it. It's like you know, disappointing where it's not as big a deal as they're making it out to be. Because there's clear there's clearly something there. This must be something like major, like going on for what we don't know at the time, but it has, it has to be something pretty serious. So hopefully once we actually find out it's like, it actually delivers, not one of those things like, oh, that was it, you know. It's like, you know, hopefully it's not a major disappointment or letdown once we find out, but something is definitely going on for that. fact, like, six days, not to hear a peep from her, that's, that's not right. And especially when she's supposed to be in She's supposed to be staying in the same hotel as mm-hmm. Ern, right down the hall mm-hmm. from him. Right, so, exactly. So some something is definitely up there. So yeah, and it makes me wonder, like, oh, okay, are we gonna get a Van Solo episode? You know, like find out who knows what, like who she, who is she with? Is she like? Because okay, we know they're in Budapest. That's where they at. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, who is she with? Where like? And everything because she don't know nobody outside of them. No, 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 exactly. I would, I would like them to do that to give like a whole episode, episode just dedicated to her and her situation, like what she's doing, what's going on with her. I think that would be a perfect way to kind of explain and kind of give us kind of a backstory of what's going on with her character this season. Just have a whole episode just dedicated to her and her ongoing. So yeah, I hopefully they do that. Yeah, hopefully. Um. But uh, another question for you: um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about Paperboy being more famous over in Europe than what he was in Atlanta? I find that really interesting because you 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 can kind of see that in situations, kind of where you see you know, musicians athletes, you know, actors, actresses, they may be popular in the States, but then they go over to like some of these other foreign countries and they're like even bigger mm-hmm. stars. So I'm not totally surprised by that because that's stuff you do actually see happen in real life where you see people like there may be stars here, but they go to some of the other countries where they like, you know, they appreciate them probably even more so than what we do here in the States. Because sometimes we can take these athletes, these musicians and stuff for granted sometimes, but on these other countries and stuff, they they really, you know, appreciate these stuff, so I'm not totally surprised by that. It's, it's actually believable, so I'm not totally surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, a perfect example of that is, I mean, look at um, look at somebody like Tina Turner. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, she was quote-unquote black famous in America, Mm-hmm. But when she finally went solo and everything and went over to London and got mixed up, got hooked up with the guy who became her manager, I think his, I think his name was Nigel or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. That's when her career really took off. But 
it was more because of how they received her, not so much of how in the states received her. And I think mm-hmm. that was one of the reasons why, you know, she moved away from America and denounced her citizenship, and that's why she lives in France, you know, with her mm-hmm. husband, um, and everything. And even even like uh, a lot of the old blues singers, like like a Muddy Waters, you know, people like that. They went over, you know, they went over to England and everything. They they was given the red carpet treatment. Where here it was like, yeah, yeah, they all right, but you know, they not they not what what we really want. But it's kind of crazy, and, and you know that that really happens a lot, especially in the music industry. That happens a lot with black artists, a lot, mm-hmm. um, and everything. And then kind of going into like movies, you know perfect example of someone kind of making their name somewhere else and kind of coming back here a bigger star Clint Eastwood mm. uh, I mean those spaghetti westerns you know the good the bad the ugly and a few dollars more fish full of dollars those are all Italian movies mm. and you know they were huge over there but then he came back to the states as this big star mm. and that's when you get dirty Harry and just go from there like that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. So a lot of that happened because, you know, um, back then it was almost like looked at as degrading if you had to leave the States to go overseas and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they looked at it as like, I don't want to do that. So Yeah, but now that's that's a common that's a common thing. Nothing wrong with that going over to some of these other foreign countries and soaking up the fame over there. People are feeling you over in these other countries. Hey, go for it. Yeah, and, and, and the only reason why I bring that up because of at least in the show, I mean, Paperboy was nothing more than just a regional act mm-hmm. in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. goes over to Budapest and Europe and everything like that. And how the hell do these people know about his mixtapes? <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And then after that was like the second episode when he got out of jail and he had them people outside there and he throwing the money up and everything. Like, look, look at that. Like, that's amazing. Yes, like okay, like he's a star over here, but oh, in, yeah. in Atlanta, he like I said, he's performing in damn strip clubs and barely getting paid, you know, for that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. So amazing how that works out. Yeah, so I mean that's like I said, that's one of the reasons why I bring that up. Um mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. So um, one thing that, and I feel like there's some seeds kind of being planted here, where, um, so everybody kind of meets up in that room where Paperboy is, and Paperboy has this uh, meeting, meet and greet with this um, with his VIP fan who we find out is a cancer patient, and everything. You know, he meets with him and all that type of stuff, and then after that's over, um. We get this moment between Paperboy and Earn in the room together, and Earn just seems to be, you know, he just he's busy, 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 and it's like Paperboy is picking up on this. Now, keep in mind now, Paperboy and Earn are cousins, you know, right? And Cat Williams is actually Paperboy's father, which we find that out, you know, alligator man, right? Alligator man, right? right. <laughs> which, which he still hasn't been seen since he went running down the street. They don't run. but, <laughs> <laughs> probably the damn rope, but <laughs> but you know, Paperboy he kind of gets this sense like Earn is just 
because he even says it like, man, you always busy. He's like, are you good? And he's like, yeah, 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 I'm good. But it's like, I don't think so. And it almost gets the feeling like is Earn keeping busy so that he doesn't have to deal with real world stuff. You know, it's almost like being a, you know, a workaholic is a distraction. In a way. Yeah, it, def- it definitely can be because if you have a lot of stuff going on in your mind and whatever you're dealing with at the time, you staying busy to kind of take your mind off of that. So he probably got a lot of stuff going on and whole stuff with Van too. He's probably got that in his mind as well. So he's probably staying busy to kind of take his mind off of like the real stuff that's going on. Take his mind away from reality basically. So just keep him busy and say, hey, you know, I have to think about this stuff. I'm just keep working and staying busy. Yeah. So, so after that happens, um, you know, they're getting ready to introduce Paperboy onto the stage and they off to, you know, they off on the side of the stage and everything, getting ready for him to go out. And then you see this random dude that ran up on the stage and he's like, oh, Paperboy is here. And everybody cheers like, like, yo, like, get off the stage. Get off the stage. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> like, who the hell are you? So he mm-hmm. goes running off the stage. So after the show is over and everything, Paperboy realized his phone is missing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so this becomes like the whole like the, the major plot of this episode of where mm-hmm. Paperboy mm-hmm. phone goes missing. And the only people that seems to truly care is the main players of this episode, which is Paperboy, Earn, Darius, and even Socks. Mm-hmm. And at first, which I thought was funny, they thought that the kid, the VIP, uh, the one that has cancer, they thought that maybe did he take his phone? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so so Earn he tried, you know, trying to like figure out like, okay, have they left yet? And it's like, no, they haven't left. The the the, the ambulance actually had to be brought because I guess he got too worked up. He had like. A cancer attack. It was like, what? The cancer attack. The yeah, yeah. episode. That's where it comes in. <laughs> a cancer attack. So, Earn, he goes and runs out as the boy gets stretched out. And he was like, hey, uh, I need to talk to him. And, and it's funny because he sounds like an old man when he when he raises up. He's like, no, what is it? Uh, I go do anything for paper boy. What, what is it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, with that accent and everything, and then you know, even with the condition and everything, like, he really did sound a lot older than what he was. Yeah, so say like, anything for paper boy, anything for paper boy. So, <laughs> so, so, er, he's like, uh, okay, so he goes kind of awkwardly walking over to him, and he at first it's like he wanted to ask him, but then he was like, nope. So then he checks, he starts checking. Checking him and everything, lifts up his hoodie and everything. Well, it's not his hoodie, but um, little scully hat that he got on and everything. It's like, mm-hmm. get away from my son! Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's and, right. And, and little stretcher and everything. They got to carry about it. You questioning this, this little, this boy? <laughs> so yeah, so of course the people that stand there watching, they take out their phone, start recording. He's like, I thought he had a phone. I thought he had a phone, and he walks right, off. Right. Everything. So he goes back to the room. He's like, he didn't, he didn't have. It. He's like, are you sure? Like. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't have it. Like, how do you know? Like, eh, he didn't. He didn't have it. So they still trying to figure out, like, okay, who took the phone? 
And through conversation, they go back to the crazy dude that they saw on the stage. Like, yeah, he was backstage a lot. Like, you know, he was a, I guess he was like a production assistant or something, what they trying to figure out. So they go talk to the older guy who actually was over the venue. And Ernst asked him, like, okay, uh, who is that guy? He's like, oh, that's my nephew, Wiley, and everything. It's like, your nephew? Like, yeah, he was here for for an interview. That's why he was like, for an interview? Like, wait a minute, what? So, now, okay, this dude was acting real weird because, like Ern even said, if this dude's your nephew, how you don't have his phone number? Right, like, how do you not have his number? Like, that, that, something, man, if I got a nephew's phone, or, um, number in, in your phone. Especially if they're supposed to be cool and everything. Right, yeah, I, I, I didn't get that. Yeah, so, so they eventually get his number, because he calls his, his brother, well, because he's his, he's his nephew by marriage. That's mm-hmm. what he kept saying. So mm-hmm. he, so he ends up calling uh, his father, Wiley's father, to get his number. They get him on the phone, and they basically trying to say, like, hey, you want to meet Paperboy? Why don't you come back to... Well, we can come to where you are um, and everything. And then he's kind of acting kind of weird. It's like, so you calling random fans on the phone to meet Paperboy? Like, that mm-hmm. sounds kind of like weird. Something adding up here. Yeah. So they was like, well, maybe you can come back to the venue and everything, and you can meet Paperboy. And because they're trying to be real delicate about the situation, Socks, who's our freaking hothead, runs over, grabs the phone, start yelling, talk about him being the white Liam Neeson, that he will track him down and kill him. <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? Hold up, man. <laughs> so... So Paperboy grabs the phone. And it's like, hey, hey, it's Paperboy. Um, you know, uh, it's like, well, you, well, you gonna kill me? He's like, no, no, I'm not gonna kill you. You know, I, you know, you come back and you know, where are you? And we can meet and everything. So he hangs up on them, and everybody trying to figure out like, socks, what the hell are you doing? Because mm-hmm. socks is a damn madman, basically. Yes. Um. Yes. So. The Wiley dude, he ends up coming back to the venue, which is kind of weird. Because if you felt like your life was in such danger, why would you? Yeah, why would you come? But then when we see him up close, he does look kind of weird anyway. And he even acts a lot real weird. So they basically start interrogating him and well, trying to interrogate him. But he's actually kind of turning the tables on them. But what I found real interesting about this was when he starts asking, what do you dream about? And stuff like that. And it got me back thinking about those kind of odd episodes in this season. Mm, yes. Right? Yes. yes. And it's and it's like, okay. Are those dreams that someone is having, or is that really happening in the in like in the world right now? Is that real or are those dreams? Mm-hmm. And because when he says that, you know, they kind of, paperboy he kind of looks, mm-hmm. but he doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So like 
just just what do you think about like the whole Wiley dude and how he's acting with them up to this point? I think he he played it really really well. That's I mean that's a pretty like I said. For him to even come there after Socks was only talking about, you know, I'm going to hunt you down and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he even showed up there, period, is amazing in itself. But, when, but I think he handled the whole situation very well. Because it's easy in the, being you know, interrogated like that to be intimidated by them. But he kind of flipped the script on them, like I said, asking about the dreams and everything. And it's got getting you to thinking, like, okay, thinking about some of these other episodes and everything. So I think overall, I think he handled the situation as well as he could have. I really, I, I, I better than I was thinking he was going to handle it because I didn't. I know how that whole thing was going to turn out. I said this, 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 this could get ugly real quick. Right? It, it could have went. It could have went real sideways. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I was thinking. I said, oh, I said, oh, I said, oh I said, it's, it's going to get ugly. Ooh. But what really started to like piss Paperboy off was, okay, so while is like. I don't have a phone, but can you call a number for me? And he starts saying the number, and paperwork gets pissed. He's like, it's my phone. That's my phone number. Like, like, okay. So it's like, okay. How does he know Paperboy's phone number if yeah, he doesn't right. have the phone? Mm-hmm. And why is he kind of saying certain things that Paperboy knows about? Because when they leave out the room to kind of regroup, Paperboy is like, okay, what he, some certain stuff that he just said is stuff that he rapped about in an unreleased mixtape that he has. Mm-hmm. How the hell does he know about that? Right. And it, it, like I said, it's, it's real weird. And it's almost like, like they are the police. And they're trying to, you know, break this suspect in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but keep in mind, but while all this is going on, Socks is never allowed to come into the room. No. Be- mm-hmm. Because of, of him being a damn maniac on the phone that talk about yeah, he's the he white man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he has to stay outside. But it is kind of interesting, like the fact that Wiley knows all this stuff and the way he's acting. Mm-hmm. And the uncle who plays a real weird part in all of this, he seems like he's kind of lost at everything because he keeps talking about Wiley's only 19, but Wiley's like, I'm 32. 32, right. And it's like, well, when the last time you've seen him? And he was like, oh, it was like 15 years ago. Like, what? Okay, so if you saw him 15 years ago, then he's probably not 19. He probably is 32. And mm-hmm. you just, for some reason, see him as a kid. But the last time he saw him, he was at a juvenile uh, facility, which mm-hmm. is, you know, code for kitty jail, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's like, okay, wait a minute. So after that kind of goes down, uh, Paperboy, which I feel like, I feel like this might be the best scene of this episode is when Paperboy tells Earn like he wants to talk to Wiley alone mm-hmm. and and Earn leaves and Paperboy starts telling him about he starts talking like real to him mm-hmm. 
and talking about how you know he never really wanted to get into rapping, which he did because at the very beginning of the series, he was a damn drug dealer. Mm-hmm. So he he kind of just did like a little rapping on the side, but he his main thing was him being a drug dealer. Um, mm-hmm. so like how rapping wasn't his main thing that we wanted to do. You know, he just kind of got into it. He say now that's all he does. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have time to do anything else. That's all he do now is rap. And he hasn't written anything in seven months, which I can kind of relate to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by writing stuff. But mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it hasn't written anything in seven months. And he say the first time he's really heard that inner voice of his was when he was on the stage. And, you know, this him and this melody, they kind of started syncing up and everything. And he actually recorded it on his phone. And say that's why he really wants the phone because earlier it even gets brought up like, is this phone special? And it's like, it doesn't matter if the phone is special. It's his freaking phone. He wants it's his, his phone. freaking phone. Exactly. Is it special? Like what? Mm-hmm. But especially nowadays, our whole lives are on our phone. Pretty much. I mean, shoot, you lose your phone, you you basically screwed in it's, a way. Yeah. Oh, big time. So, and when paperboy says that about. You know, he recorded it on the phone and he feels if he doesn't get it back, he's going to lose whatever that is that he had. So that's why he need his freaking phone back. So. You thinking that, OK, while it's like I can understand that this, that and the other. Now. What makes the scene even more interesting? The uncle comes back inside with a guitar, gives him gives Wiley this guitar and he proceeds to sing this song to him. And I mean, I'm not sure. Well, because they show him actually playing the, you know, the guitar and him singing. So I'm like, OK, maybe he is a real singer or something. I mean, I didn't find too much on the guy, nothing like that. Um, But I mean, it was a it was a it was a very deep song when you really listen to the words also. And my question to you is. Now, they said that while he was there for a interview what was he interviewing for that's a good question i was trying to figure that out was he gonna be like say you see him there playing the guitar was he trying to get on there perform or something like that like what was he what was the reason behind this interview i feel Uh, i i think i think his i think we saw his interview I think that's what he was there for, to audition for Paperboy. I really mm-hmm. think, I okay. think that's what that was. Uh, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Because like the uncle kept saying, "Oh, he was, oh, he was here for an interview, an interview, an interview for what? How, for what? Yeah. How are you? How are you here for an interview when there's a damn show going on? Right. Like, who are you? Who are you interviewing with? Exactly. Exactly." Cause you wouldn't be interviewing with your uncle in the middle of him running a venue that's going on. No, of course not. So who are you interviewing for? And I feel like this was the interview. Um, and everything. But like I said, that's just how I how how I saw it. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if you or anybody else you know feel like that or see something different there. But that's what I kind of got from that. Like. Yeah, I wasn't 100% sure myself. I was trying to figure that out, but 
bring that up, I I can def I can definitely see where you're coming from with that. So after after that whole thing, I mean, they just seem like they they wits in because he tells him like I don't have your phone, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, so the phone is lost at this point. So they, you know, they uh they proceed, you know, they leaving and everything, kind of feeling defeated. Even though mm. people had a really good show, but they defeated because he lost the damn phone. Phone, yeah. So they go, they getting on the on the bus and everything, and cause Sox is out there, you know, waiting at the bus, and it's like uh, it's a no go, you know, everything. So they they get on the bus. Sox is the last one to get on the bus. He reaches into his pocket, and what does he have? Yeah, phone. Paperboy's phone. Paperboy's phone, yo. He has it, and then he takes it and throws it in the damn dumpster. So it's like he had his phone this entire time. What exactly is his end game here? That's what I was trying to figure out. It's always the person you least expect. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think it was him with the phone. But why would you just throw it in? Throw it in the trash? Like what was, what was the purpose of that? Okay, you have the phone. Why wouldn't you just give it back to him? You just toss it in the trash. <laughs> Knowing this whole time, that's the whole, you know, major theme going on here. There's this phone situation. You just throw his phone in the trash. Like, that's something to add up there. No, it really don't. And then it, it goes back to um, the old man in the tree episode when he basically makes up this whole thing about the girl MK you know, being racist towards Darius and that's mm. how he kind of weasels his way into their inner circle in a way and it's like okay, who who is this dude really in, and like I say, what is his end game when it comes to dealing with Paperboy? Right, what are his ultimate motives? Like, what's, what's, what's going on here? Yeah, but um, the last thing I actually wanted to talk about was so before they actually got on the bus, Ern gets a damn thumbs up text from Van. She don't say mm-hmm. anything. She just sends him a thumbs up text. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, haven't heard from you in six days. I text you, are you good? And you hit me with the thumbs up. What the hell? Right. <laughs> I've heard from you in six days, and all I get is a thumbs up emoji. That's all I get. No, I am good. I'm doing okay. I was doing blah blah. No, just a thumbs up. So yeah, hopefully we get, like I say, we get that 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 Vanessa uh, solo episode because yes, yes, they, they have some, that. yes, we we definitely do because they have a lot of explaining to do when it comes to her. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's enough for a whole. Episode that you could do, you could explain the background of what's going on with her. Yeah, because it, it, it just it's not adding up, none of it is adding up with her. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. they keep asking, Are you good? Are you okay? No, I'm fine, I'm okay. Just send the thumbs up mode, get um, text. Something's not adding up there. No, it is really not. But this was a it was a it was a good episode and mm-hmm. and everything, but. I feel like they kind of throw in some nuggets. Um, nothing that beats you over the head like 
the reparations episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need, we, need, we, need, we need a break after that. We, we need another really heavy, deep episode after that. But I, I do feel like they, because like I say, the whole scene with Earn and Paperboy, like Paperboy is realizing like, yes, you, you ain't really too good, but mm-hmm. you kind of, all you're doing is just consuming yourself with work. And mm-hmm. and Paperboy having that kind of real moment with a mm-hmm. stranger, because mm-hmm. that's why he is. A, he's a stranger. And, he's a stranger, yeah. And he's able to kind of confess his own inner, you know, feelings to the stranger. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was kind of, you know, kind of interesting and kind of, okay, are we kind of planting seeds with that with him? Because, okay, is he at the point where he's just doing this now just to do it, but he's not really into it anymore? Mm-hmm. So so I feel like there, there's a lot of like questions being kind of tossed out there. and mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely, like I said, Planting seeds and definitely putting some stuff out there that they could they could definitely expand upon as the season goes on. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, we don't do this whole. Okay, we're gonna jump back to some randomness, you know, with right. the next episode. Right, right. Hopefully, we continue this path with our regular, you know, main cast of characters. Yeah, because I mean, the next episode. Uh, episode six is titled White Fashion. And I mean, I, I didn't look to see I didn't look at the preview for the next episode. So I because because I feel like hell what what they did with the preview for last week's episode where they show us our main characters, but the episode is not about them at all. Mm-hmm. So and it makes me wonder. Is the next episode going to be about our main characters, or is it going to be a, some offshoot episode that loosely ties in to our main characters? So, mm, at this point, you don't know. You, you just kind of go on week by week. Like, what are we going to get? Are we get on these random episodes. We're going to get an episode with these main characters. So it's like a week to week thing to kind of see what direction they're going to carry the rest of this season. Yeah, and I mean, and I, I mean, before we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. This season, it does almost feel like it's a dream. Yeah, it it well, definitely the way a lot of things are happening, the way a lot of things are playing out, it definitely you definitely see aspects where you could definitely say this is you know a dream, not all reality. Yeah, so I mean, like I say, like well, like you said, is is at this point, it's a week by week thing. We just have to mm-hmm. see how it plays out, and hopefully by episode because it's ten episodes this season. Hopefully by episode ten. Mm-hmm. Everything gets wrapped up and mm-hmm. everything hopefully makes sense. <laughs> hope, hope, hopefully so. Hope, hopefully so. Everything just kind of ties in together and we just say, oh, okay, this is why they did that. This is what's going on with um, with Van. And this is, you know, they they put it all in a, in a night, hopefully in a nice boat. We kind of figure out what's going on. Yeah, I mean, one could hope, but I mean, we'll have to yeah, see. But, yeah, but at, at this point, expect the unexpected. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yes. With this show, we're right on this roller coaster ride with this show. Yeah, a, a, a deadly roller coaster ride. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> but that's. 
I mean, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I probably will watch this one again just for the sake of it to kind of mm-hmm. see if I can you know, pick up on anything that I might have missed watching it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like it's one of those seasons where sometimes some of these episodes you might have to watch multiple times because, like I say, you might have missed something you weren't looking at the first time around. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Uh, Chris, you got anything else? Oh, I'm I'm good. Like I said, look forward to the next episode. And like I said, the next episode title is White Fashion. Um, mm. so before we get out of here, uh, is there anything you would like to plug? Um, just follow me on Twitter at MoneyMaker Chris, Instagram DC Sports Fan Twenty Three, as well as at the MoneyMaker Three Fifteen website, thecashinexperience.com. Everything is up on there. Blog products. Everything is up on the website. Uh, Grand Slam podcast. We just finished up an episode of that. So be on the lookout for that coming out soon for the baseball fans out there. And like I mentioned as well, the um, interview with Angelina Love. Definitely check that out. It's up on my website, thecashingexperience.com, as well as the Kita and J Show website as well. So definitely check that out and let me know what you think for all the wrestling fans out there. Yes. Yes. Definitely do that. Um, of course, with us, you can find all these episodes, the TV Zone podcast, as well as the Grand Slam podcast, and all the other shows, J Movie Talk as well, a part of the TV Zone podcast network. Um, to make it really easy, just go to the website www.tvzonepodcastnetwork.com. You find all of the episodes for whatever specific show that you like, and they're all categorized as well. Um, so that way you can actually kind of listen in sequence instead of going from, you know, whichever podcast that might be behind each other. If you want to, you know, go on the website and just listen to sequence of each particular show like that. And we will be back next week. Like I said, once again, talking about uh, the next episode titled white fashion and peace. Peace out. I know